0: Let's go to uh, Mexico now, where uh, our good friend uh, John Bonfilio is uh, standing by. Uh, John, a very good evening to you. Hey Martin, nuance, what's nuance? Well, precisely. I tell you, what, having worked on the radio for nearly a hundred years, and the number of letters I've had over the years saying you said this, this, and this, uh, and they've got the message completely wrong. Um, my my understanding of the great British public, as we which we keep talking about, and Donald Trump, uh, not Donald Trump, Boris Johnson's, uh, always going on about the great British public. Um, the, you know, even a very straightforward message sometimes it's very difficult to get through. Let alone a nuanced message, but you know, obviously. Obviously, people have different experiences. Now, tell me what the message is in uh, Mexico, John. Uh, are you
1: still all locked down? We're still all locked down, but there is a pathway to being unlocked down. But the pathway is coinciding with a peak in cases and the highest numbers of infections per per day and highest numbers of deaths. Essentially, the deaths. The, the President has outlined that what he's calling municipalities of hope um, so areas that don't have any sign of coronavirus can uh, can open as of Monday. And then other uh, other areas, other municipalities can prepare over the course of the next two weeks to fully open up again by the 1st of June, albeit with, uh, you know, the phrase, the phrase du jour, the new normal, uh, which involves, you know, obviously social distancing and much the same as I think is being suggested in the UK, a kind of traffic light system across different areas by which i guess we'll see further local lockdowns in due course over the course of the you know next few weeks and months and and so on but hypothetically um yeah things are opening up and there certainly seems to be a little bit more activity around about the houses so to speak
0: yeah what what is it like exactly you know where you are you're in the southern part of mexico uh, aren't you well what's it like where you are
1: yeah, I mean, uh, we're actually, I mean, the, the state of Campeche, which has the lowest or one of the lowest um, incidences of of coronavirus in, in in the country. We're still on about 250 cases, I think, at last measure, but it's a state that's the size of the UK, and half of those cases are on offshore uh, drill sites. So, you know, not too much here, but we're, we're between Tabasco to the west, which has had a lot of cases, and the state of Yucatan to the east, which has had a, a big spike as well. So, um, you know, the worry is, as always with these things, is the cross-pollination. Um, in general, things are quiet here. There's a sort of sense of temperance amongst the, the population. I think people are being fairly respectful of the rules and regulations. I mean, you don't see anybody. You see very few people out on the streets, and when you do see them, you see them moving between A and B, and you see them with a face mask on, etc. Social distancing, et cetera, is is very much... Uh, maintained um, and the like and people really have just kind of taken it in their stride really uh, I think mind you I think contextually it's also important to say which a lot of the health authorities have said here is that you know this region it's not as though it's never beset by problems I mean whether it's hurricanes or dengue or chikungunya. I mean it there was a joke before coronavirus that every summer would bring us a new plague so this just continues yeah. that you know that line of thought really yeah I think,
0: in a way, the fact that we 've been so shaken by it in the u k is because we 're not used to uh, this kind of drama you know what not used to these uh, these kind of crises which obviously in other parts of the world people are We had our comfortable little lives, and something that comes along like this is uh, obviously a huge shock over here and probably more than it is to uh, to to you people over there in uh, mexico. Uh, tell me about the uh, the llama, the uh, four year old uh, llama, uh,
1: winter. the llama that is going to save mankind. Yeah. Mm. Tell me about yeah, the
0: llama. So,
1: I mean, I, I guess it's um, I mean, it's linked to Latin America because obviously la- llamas are, uh, are a South American camelid mm. um, that migrated from North America 40,000 years ago, whatever whatever it might be. But llamas essentially now are an international item, if you like, and they're used for lots of for lots of different things, and they're also an incredible research animal. So this llama, Winter, that's been uh, holed out in a in a lab, in or not a lab, but in a greenfield outside a lab in Belgium for for a few years, was um, was tested on by MERS with MERS and SARS in 2016. So well before coronavirus hit, but obviously those two diseases have similarities um, to coronavirus, and it developed um, small nanobodies, a kind of antibody that reacted successfully in terms of destroying. Um, uh, those diseases, and they've recently, over the course of the last few weeks, tried it on coronavirus, on COVID, um, and it's managed to destroy that too. So that was published last week in the scientific journal Cell, and it's one of those things that is, you know, one of the, you know, strange byproducts of our times that you, you hear these, these, these potential news stories as to what's going to come to our, to our rescue. And it was perhaps, yeah, definitely a little surprising to find out about the llama winter, um, yeah. being a possibility.
0: Yeah, well, we're all, you know, we're used to uh, things being tried out on animals over the years. There have been, but, you know, llamas is a new thing. And I, d- I did read about the fact that they might be the ideal creature for that sort of, uh, for those sort of tests. Um, let's move swiftly on to Brazil, um, where, again, it's the uh, it's the deforestation, which is, is worrying scientists, environmentalists, etc.,
1: throughout, uh, throughout the globe. Yeah, and I guess it's no... So, the, the, I mean, the, the brass tacks of this story are that Bolsonaro and Bolsonaro's administration wants to extend the main highway that goes north up through the Amazon, currently ends uh, at the port of Santarém, and uh, north of Pará uh, and then is, a, is a big port there that links up to the Amazon and then ships things, you know, big things in and out of that whole area because the river is one of the only decent access points. But the projection is to extend it right up uh through Suriname through to Suriname. And obviously there's the worries of deforestation, of um, you know, indigenous land rights and indigenous abuse that's going to take place um in that particular context. And actually I was speaking to people um today who was saying that this isn't something for the future. People already know that this is projected. So already there is uh there 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 is and there have been people moving up there to speculate to land grab as of uh, about a year ago when it was even sort of mentioned. So it's not something that's that's slated for the future by any stretch of the imagination, but it's something which is very much underway at the moment. And I guess it's no surprise in a Bolsonaro context, partly because Mm. he believes that natural resources are there to be extracted and to be put to, to economic use. And I guess contextually, if you bring it, you know, into the coronavirus context in which, if not already, then very soon countries around the world are going to be having to to put in stimulus packages and are going to suddenly start building big things that they didn't think that they were going to be able to build before. It's no great surprise that this, you know, massive national infrastructure project should um, should come to the fore again.
0: Absolutely, uh, John. Thank you uh, ever so much. Uh, I Do appreciate it. And uh, if it's okay by you, we'll, we'll talk again next week for the you know get the latest Latin American news. Thanks ever so much, John.
1: Keep up the nuance.
0: <laughs> I will too. I uh, had Champonfilio joining us from southern Mexico. Talk.